0: What's good, everybody? I'm excited to bring you guys a very intriguing episode. For my hoopers who aspire to play the game of basketball at the highest level, this interview is for you. As a former Division I basketball player, I understand that there may be college hoopers who may not understand the agent-client relationship. So I thought that it would be great to have a lucrative agent inform us on the process, the expectations, and the business of representing the client as a player agent. In this episode, I had the pleasure to sit down with founder and CEO of Green Sports Management, Daniel Green, a guy who demonstrates character and integrity within the representation of his clients. Daniel emphasized how he and his team are working synergistically to propel their clients to successful contracts and careers of longevity. Based on the context of this interview, I like to think of Daniel and his morale of clients as a player to agent symbiosis. I asked to be educated on what it's like to be an agent. And then you'd excel in doing so, providing the Comebacks Business Podcast with insightful information. Well, first, I just would like to start off by saying that it's been a, a honor, you know, being able to have this interview with you. And I'm thankful for the process that led up to this interview because it introduced me to another level of professionalism. Um, I feel like we got a feel for each other prior to having this interview, and it helped Mm -hmm. me tremendously when it came to preparing questions for you. Uh, You know, Samantha, your assistant, has been very helpful throughout this process. And it's because of her, this transition has been smooth. And that's just a testament to you and your organization, so.
1: Absolutely, No, no problem. I appreciate you all sharing that.
0: Definitely. Um, You know, the first question I would like to ask you is, uh, what are the requirements to become a sports agent?
1: Yeah. So uh, in order to become a sports agent, um, there's a certification process with the uh, MBPA. So the way that MBPA certification process works is uh, between the months, I believe, of August through November um, is the kind of the the open period for registration to, to register to actually sit for the exam. So. What that registration period consists of is uh, essentially getting uh, passing a background check, um, okay. you know, four year degree from from a university, um, and then also filling out the application, paying the fee, and then you can actually sit for the exam. It's administered every single January, um, usually the third or third or second week of January each year. Um, basically, what that test consists of is a fifty question multiple choice open book test on the entire uh, collective bargaining agreement, which is an about an 800-page document. Um, what that document consists of is kind of all of the rules and regulations, you know, in regards to to, to, to being an agent. Also, the you know a lot of uh, salary cap cap, uh, you know, uh, language inside of that document as well. So that's pretty much what it takes to become an NBA agent. Um, you know, it does sound it doesn't sound too daunting being that its only 50 page. I'm sorry, 50 question. Uh, exam but you know 50% of people do fail that exam uh, even though it is open book so it's uh, definitely something that's uh, highly regulated the MBPA has done a great job with administering that exam but uh, that's what it takes to be an MBA agent Um, as far as FIBA which is to become an international agent um, there is also an exam for that however if you are an MBA agent or if you are uh, a licensed member of the bar being that you're an attorney um then you uh, then you don't have to sit for the exam. um you still have to pass a background check, um, FBI from fingerprinting um, just a, kind of a screening process and that's how you can uh, attain your FIBA agent license as well.
0: Okay. And you know pertaining to you, uh, you mentioned that the the uh, the collective bargain agreement is about eight hundred pages and you know it was an open book test. was it a strenuous uh, testing process for you being uh, that, so it was you know it's usually critical for most
1: yeah um well with me it, was, it definitely was something that I had to prepare for definitely something I had to study for I was excited to go into that exam um, just because you know I had prior knowledge of the industry that I've been in the industry for about uh, 14 years um, in addition to that I was able to equate to just prior knowledge of you know, having basketball knowledge in the industry, um, you know, you hear a lot of things like the Derek Rose rule and different type of rules and exemptions that, you know, you hear about, when you read ESPN, you know, you read, you know, the sports business journal, you read, you know, sports agents blogs, you read, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, I read on a daily basis, you know, I was able to apply and understand, okay, that's what that is. And that's why that makes sense, you know, when studying that CBA. So um, that, that was extremely helpful. For um, being able to pass that exam thankfully I was able to you know score pretty high I got 49 out of 50 questions correct on that exam so you know I was pretty uh-huh. excited about that um, in order to pass that I believe you need a 42 out of 50 uh, when I took it so I'm not sure if that's changed but uh, you know I was I was thankful to to, to to score that on that exam
0: definitely and you know 49 out of 50 is definitely excelling um you know at what moment did you decide that you wanted to become an agent
1: um good question so I always knew that I wanted to work on the business side of sports if I didn't play professionally. So um, I knew that, you know, coming out of college that, you know, uh, um, you know I had a great high school career, um, you know, played division one basketball. And then when I finished up playing basketball at Colgate University, um, a professional career was not in the works for me. Um, so, you know, I knew that, you know, I, I didn't know about many jobs in professional sports or on the business side of sports. So, you know, naturally the first thing I thought was, hey, be a sports agent. So what I did was I was thankful enough to get an opportunity to work for an agency um, that gave me kind of that, that, that high-level experience right out of college. Um, that agency eventually transitioned and uh, was merged and then became part of CAA's basketball division. Um, that was the first year that CAA actually had a basketball sports division, and I was thankful to be a part of that group that, you know, was acquired by, by, by CAA. Um, a lot of people don't know, but CAA originally started as an agency that only worked with actors, actresses, celebrities, um, and that type of talent. Um, they weren't a sports agency originally until, you know, that first year when the group that I was a part of, you know, kind of went over there. And I, that, was, that was, you know, high level experience for me and a chance to really see that, you know, this is something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that kind of led to, you know, just me networking and finding it, finding out more about the, you know, sports industry as a whole, uh, understanding kind of DMs do, you know, what front office personnel does on the team size, finding out what financial managers do that, you know, work primarily professional athletes, finding out what, you know, marketing and branding, you know, professionals do and executives do in that regard, you know, seeing the other player development side of it as well. So I realized that there was, you know, a wide world of just working in sports rather than just, you know, being an agent. So, um, you know, thankfully, I was presented with a lot of big opportunities to kind of really, you know, dip my feet and kind of kind of see you know, uh, of, of those industries um, that 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 come with being, that come with working in professional sports. And uh, that's kind of, you know, once I, once I kind of got my experience working on the team, working on the player side, working, you know, in various areas in the sports industry, you know, I knew that, you know, being a sports agent, you know, and having my own agency was something that I, you know, definitely wanted to do. And that was a passion of mine. And, you know, I'm thankful enough today to to, to have that agency
0: definitely and i know for me being a, a former uh, basketball player as well you know once i have graduated it was a race to find something that gave me that same game day feeling and you know i uh, i'm sure that you would agree that you know being a player agent gives you that you know that same feeling being around the game uh that you're so passionate about um you know green sports management oversees quite a few professional athletes as a result you're able to provide income for not only uh, your family, but for, for the individuals that you employ, explain the feeling that you get from that.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, we, are you are you speaking to just uh, the team that we have as far as player representation, or are you speaking to kind of our clients as well?
0: Yeah, the clients as well. The, the team, the clients, that you know, just the whole organization as a whole.
1: Um, yeah. I never really sit back and think about that. You know, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm moving at a very pace in this industry in terms of you know signing clients, recruiting clients. Um, you know, getting clients, you know, uh, their, their first pro opportunities. Some veterans there. You know, second, third, fourth, fifth opportunities. You know, negotiating with GMs, and negotiating with teams. You know, so attending uh, workouts. You know, so no two days are the same, and I'm always moving at a very, very fast pace. So I haven't really sat back and reflected on it. But being that you asked the question now, um, you know. Obviously, I'm a firm believer in it, and it's it's in anything that you do, you know, if you do right by people, you know, it comes around full circle. And, you know, I'm thankful enough to know that, you know, I, I practice my, you know, profession with a high level of honesty and integrity. And, you know, therefore, I am able to be compensated for that, you know, at, at a pretty good level. Um, and then being able to pay it forward to, you know, expand as we've done this year, uh, where we've brought on, you know, four. Uh, additional agents, so we have a team of five agents that we that, that work with our agency. So, uh, two are based out of New York, uh, two are out Florida, um, and just really being able to pay pay it forward and you know give people give our agents a platform to you know work with our agency. Um, you know some of the agents are you know newly licensed and you know don't have the uh, you know, prior, you know, 14 years experience that, you know, I bring to the table or the agency brings to the table, also being able to leverage, you know, a lot of the business infrastructure that I've been able to develop and our team has been able to develop, you know, gives our agents a, a platform to be extremely successful. So, um, it's definitely a, a, a rewarding feeling now that I think about it. Um, I just want, you know, people to live out their lifelong dream as, as as long as they put in the work, put in the effort, you know, um, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for that. So, Outside of that, you know, just the players that we work with and, you know, they put in the work prior to, you know, us working together, you know, so to speak. So, for example, the guys that, you know, we're thankful enough to sign as, as you know, for representation, you know, they've obviously come with, you know, high levels of experience playing at, you know, the collegiate level, having success or if it's a veteran player, you know, they've also attained success. So, you know, what we like to say with our, you know, it's a partnership more so than, you know, us providing them a platform. Um, mm-hmm. We just want to be a resource for them and, you know, have them play at the highest level that their talents can take them. Um, you know, and, and, and with, that, with the plan and strategy that we put in place, you know, we feel, you know, pretty confident that, you know, we're able to allow those guys that platform to to, to be able to, to, to make a, a pretty good living for them and their family. So um, it's definitely, you know, a great feeling to know that, you know, you're working with great people, working with great individuals. We always look to work with high character, high character people, high character players. So, you know, with that said, of course, it's uh definitely a rewarding feeling to be able to put those players in a, in a position where they're able to provide, you know, financial support for not only them, but also for their family and, you know, live out a lifelong dream of theirs um, as we are doing, you know, on the business side as well. All
0: right. And, you know, you uh, mentioned character and productivity on the court, you know, alongside of those things, what, uh, you know, exactly is the criteria uh, for potential clients that you, you know, look into?
1: Yeah. So, you know, obviously being able to perform and play the game at a high level is definitely important, you know, being able to have all the intangibles on the court, but also intangibles off the court also helps as well. So obviously we're looking for guys that, you know, we see talent that can play at the, you know, play at the professional level, whether that be internationally G league or NBA, Uh, once they've checked that box in terms of having the talent on the court, you know, we kind of look at the intangibles off the court, you know, kind of what kind of student are they? What kind of person are they, you know, what are their core values? You know, do they share the same core values as us, which is honesty, integrity, um, you know, which is the foundation and principles of our agency. Um, We always, you know, start our recruiting, you know, meetings or questions that we have with prospective clients with kind of what are the expectations for them for uh, their career? And then also what are their expectations for us as an agency? Um, with those two leading questions, you know that gives us a chance to really you know see you know what what kind of you know character you know some of our our, our players have you know um, before you know signing them and moving forward with it with a with a uh, an agency so to kind of answer your question, you know we're looking at you know guys that can be successful both on and off the court you know we always say that a lot of guys have a ton of talent you know, that they bring to the table, you know, but what separates you from being, you know, a one year pro as opposed to being a five to 15 year pro is kind of how you conduct yourself, carry yourselves, and also how you, you know, develop as a pro as well, both on and off the court. So a lot of guys, you know, once they report, whether it's playing internationally, whether it's playing at the the NBA level, it's kind of what is your routine like on a daily basis, you know, kind of what are you doing? you know, as you transition from being a collegiate athlete to being a pro. And we try to assist guys with that, with that transition. So we look for guys that, you know, are going to have, you know, comfortable and seamless transitions, you know, with the support that we give them. So we always tell guys, um, you know, no one's telling you like in college, you know, when to wake up, when to eat, when to go to class, when to go to study hall, when to go to, you know, film sessions, you know, so on and so forth, you know, a lot of that stuff you, 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 is about being a pro and being able to come up with a constructive schedule that you can kind of perform and do on your own. So, you know, what we do is we provide a brief guideline and outline for our players to kind of say, hey, you know, this is what you need to do to start to, you know, structure your day and live life as a professional, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if you're, you know, headed overseas, and you know, there's, you have a lot of time in your hand. you know, you're maybe practicing four or five times a week, and you're playing maybe one or two times per week, but so what are you doing with the rest of that time? Are you still getting extra shots up in the gym? You know, are you, you know, going out and seeing the country or seeing the city that you're in, you know, exploring a new culture? You know, are you getting, you know, not only extra shots up, but are you, you know, taking care of your body? Are you working on your body? Um, you know, are you continuing to develop, skills on you know for your game you know are you are you reviewing film are you doing all of the other intangibles that kind of separates you from just being you know like I said a one two or three year pro Mm -hmm. as opposed to you know having a long-standing career you know being a five to 15 year pro so that's kind of the things that we look for when evaluating players that we potentially want to work with and you know we're looking for guys that want to buy into that process and understand that it is a process to get to their you know ultimate destination which is playing the game at the highest level that their talents can take them
0: right definitely and you know, hearing you hearing you answer that question, it's it's very important for you that uh your clients have a uh you know longevity in their career. Um so I, I think that's that's definitely big. But how does your recruitment of clients differ uh now from when you first got into the, the player agency game?
1: Yeah, great question. So um uh, when I first got into the industry, it was more so Um, Just referral based. Um, Mm -hmm. Didn't do much recruiting. You know, a a lot of people that were able, a lot of clients I was able to sign was just, you know, me having a, you know, I guess a good reputation in the industry, you know, in various things that I've done up until that point. I've, I've been thankful enough to, like I said, I worked for an agency, you know, which was, uh, you know, pretty big time agency at that time, while well, still is. Um, and then also, you know, worked on the business management side for, you know, some NBA players. Um, used that experience to kind of work in the front office with the uh, Miami Heat for five years. So I had that front office NBA experience, um, and then also worked in Brooklyn Nets. And then once I left and transitioned out of working with the Nets, you know, got fully licensed with the NBA fully licensed with FIBA. And, you know, during my first year, I was thankful enough to be able to sign, you know, 41 clients and place them, you know, on six different continents and place them in over 18 different countries, um, you know, so to speak. So with that, you know, a lot of that, those clients that I was able to sign was just based off purely, you know, referrals and word of mouth and you know, just, you know, people and individuals knowing that I made that transition into, you know, being an agent full time. Um, and, and a lot of individuals and folks were excited to, you know, work with me just because they know the, the level of credibility and professionalism that I, you know, brought to the table. So that was kind of how I started, you know, with my, you know, kind of, I guess you could say client base. And then as, you know, we've begun to grow and expand, you know, we've uh, we've begun to build out a team, uh, you know, it's a team of uh, nine of us today. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said before, you know, we have four you know, licensed agents on staff, um, as well as, you know, marketing PR and administrative team that handles a lot of things for us internally, but we also leverage those folks for our clients externally. Um, And so that said, you know, kind of how we recruit now is, you know, now we're, you know, now that we have, you know, a larger team, you know, and and I'm responsible for, you know, assisting some of our agents with building their, you know, client base as well, you know, we kind of attack it, you know, without giving up too much information because, you know, don't want, you know, competing agencies to kind of take what we do. But, you know, target, you know, obviously a specific niche of player, whether it be, you know, top seniors, whether it be, you know, first or second round draft picks, you know, whether it be, you know, regionally, you know, guys that we we know in our state or in other states that we have agents, you know, just so that we have kind of a core a core, I guess you can say uh, uh, recruiting list that that we that we go after and attack. So that that's kind of how we've we've transitioned. We've actually been you know more proactive in terms of not rather than just you know waiting for referrals. We've been you know proactive in you know attending games, you know, getting mm-hmm. to know players, getting to know their families, um, you know setting up you know intro introductory calls, you know sending you know recruiting material. You know, for for the player and their family to review. You know, speaking with college coaches, speaking with you know influential people that help these players make decisions. So that's kind of how our um, you know recruitment process has has transitioned and changed. You know, from when 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 we first started.
0: Okay. Um. So, how important is it uh, for you to deliver the skill set of your players that you represent? Um. <laughs>
1: Yeah, to deliver the skill set, are are you speaking to is kind of delivering that skill set to GM's coaches? Well, yeah,
0: how, how do you go about, well, should I say, how do you go about delivering the skill set of the players you represent? Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah delivering the skill set. So, you know, kind of what we do, we proactively market our players to our internal database of international teams, NBA teams, G League teams that we have relationships and connections with and contacts with, um, you know, just from our experience that we have in the industry. So, you know, what we do is, you know, we proactively reach out to these teams, you know, all of them that all of the, you know, all NBA teams, all G League teams, and, you know, most international teams that we have relationships with, you know, get our players on their radar, you know, whether it be on a weekly basis, whether it be on a, you know, uh, and every other day, again, without giving up too much information, you know, we're, we're kind of really positioning ourselves to make sure that we get our players on the radars of these teams. Uh that said you know make sure that we're you know sending them their resume their full game film highlight film you know other analytical reports that we put together internally Um, and that's kind of how we uh, you know get our players on the radar of teams and then you know kind of gather information feedback that we get from these teams and you kind of then that's how we begin to position our players in in regard to where they're going to potentially land whether it be international g-league or nba
0: okay and um you know some some professional athletes are uh, propelled by their status to adopt bad spending habits. Do you offer any financial advice to any of your clients?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, we kind of, uh, we do offer that service to our clients, but we don't handle that in in, in house. Uh, that's something that we, hand, we use, you know, qualified professionals for, um, and we have enough knowledge, you know, within the financial industry to make sure that our players are selecting the appropriate, you know, financial advisors, accountants, insurance professionals, um, to assist them with their, 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 their financial planning. Um, with that said, you know, our VP of business development, you know, he has over 14 years experience, you know, on wall street. And so he's very savvy when it comes to financial uh, management practices. So, you know, that's someone that assists us in overseeing that piece of our, our business for our clients. If they, you know, do need that level of, you know, professional uh, financial planning advice. Uh, we don't choose the specific advisor. Usually what we do is we say, Hey, here's three or four professionals mm-hmm. in each specific specific, Area that we know and have vetted, um, and we kind of leave it up to the client to, to 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 choose. We hop on a call, you know, similar to this, whether it's a conference call, Skype interview, or in person, and kind of say, hey, you know, what, what you know, what are the things that we're looking for? If We know one player is, you know, is has a more uh, frugal spending st- spending, you know, habit lifestyle and habit, then he probably wouldn't be a good fit for you know specific advisors that you know are maybe a little bit more strict, you know. And then if it's a guy that we know you know, is a big spender and, you know, really needs assistance and, and budgeting. And we would probably put them with a little bit more of a strict So it's, it's more so relationship-based. It's more so about fit. Um, and that's kind of how we go about, you know, handling that financial piece for our players.
0: Definitely. And I think that is definitely a component that separates you from uh, maybe other agencies because a lot of other agencies may not be hands-on with their clients and the, the financial aspects of things in terms of, uh, having financial experts, we're setting them up with financial experts. So I think that's cool, man. Definitely. In the first segment, we talked about the requirements of becoming a sports agent, Daniel's criteria for recruiting clients, how important it is for him to deliver the skill set of his players he represents and the financial services he offer his clients. And the second segment we keyed in on his personal goals the challenges that are attached to his position, being an effective leader, skill acquisition, and it starts on the MBA PA Mental Health and Wellness Program. Uh, What are some things that you work on with your clients who are transitioning from the college to the professional level? Because I know, you know, there's uh, two types of clients that you have. You have clients that are, you know, transitioning from different professional teams, and then you have clients that our transitions from a uh, college level.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, great question. So uh, I'll kind of just walk you through what the process may potentially look like for a rookie player that is coming, you know, straight out of college, and kind of what the next steps look like for him. So you know, first and foremost, we kind of look to see, you know, what they're doing player development wise. You know, whether it's you know continuing once they graduate to train at school, whether it's training at a facility that specializes in you know pre-draft or you know. Uh, professional player development, um, you know, so to speak, up until the point where, you know, they're kind of going into whether it's summer league play, whether it's going into the draft, whether it's going into international exposure camp play to to, to get, you know, recognition amongst professional teams. Um, So during that time period, you know, we're looking at kind of what their training and player development schedule and routine looks like. So, you know, and that kind of sets the tone for them going into their rookie year, um, because now they have a guideline of kind of what it's like to be a professional, you know, during that, you know, eight to 12 to 16 week period from going from college to going to the pros. Again, like I said before, you know, they're on their own now. There's no one telling them, you know, when to wait, no one telling them when to, you know, go to class, when to go to study hall, you know, so on and so forth. So you have to kind of really, you know, uh, take care of your body, take care of your scheduling, you know, make sure that you're responsible enough to be, to act and function as a pro. So the biggest thing that we do is, you know, we kind of set you know, a plan in place. So, you know, here's the strategy, here's the dates that are important for you to kind of look forward to, to look to, to attack. And then we also provide, you know, a daily calendar routine. Okay, this is what your daily workout routine should look like. And this is how you should be functioning, you know, for, you know, uh, not only the next eight to 16 weeks until you get your first, you know, professional job, but also once you are in whatever country or with whatever team, you know, whether it be G De Grand BA you still need to be following this to some degree, obviously not line by line, because you're gonna have team mandated activities that you're gonna to need to, you know, uh, you know that you're gonna be responsible for, whether it be practice, mm-hmm. appearances, you know, games, but there's, this is still a baseline guideline of what you should be doing, you know, in order to, to, to function and act like a pro. So what that usually looks like, I'll kind of walk you through what a potential Monday, you know, may look like for a player, you know, as he transitions from being a collegiate athlete to being a pro, um, you know, kind of just that training regimen that I, that I laid out in that player development regimen, um, you know, you're kind of waking up, you're having a breakfast, probably having a shake along with your breakfast because you're going to be training extremely hard, you know, during that week. So it's, make, it's, it's important that you get the right nutrients and, and supplements in your body to make sure that you're performing at an elite level, mm-hmm. um, followed by breakfast. You know, you're either doing your on-court workout, followed by off-court workout, you know, followed by lunch, recovery shake again, and then followed by um, you know, some type of low intensity workout, whether it be pool, yoga, uh, something of that nature, you know, really keep your blood flow going. But at the same time, you know, it's more so injury preventative measures to, to really keep your body, you know, engaged, you know, followed by potentially some type of rehab or recovery, whether it be, um, you know, a sports massage, uh, you know, cold tub, cryotherapy, um, you know, things of that nature, uh, you know, Norma Tech, um, Stem. If if you do have any nighting injuries, you know, and it's not something that you need to be doing every day, but you know, every other day. And again, that's another injury preventative measure that you know we we make sure that our guys understand that they need to to to, to look into as they function as a pro. And um, mm-hmm. you have you know a little bit of time off, you know, to take care of whatever you need to take care of. Then you have dinner. Obviously, it's important to have three meals a day. Have a few snacks in there as well, because again, you are you know, functioning at a very high level during this time period. Um, And you want to make sure that you're taking care of your body. Um, And then, you know, usually that night, we like to engage our guys, you know, and say, hey, you should be playing, you know, pick up five on five or, you know, three on three or one on one, something, you know, that's still developing your basketball IQ, you know, something that's still allowing you to stay sharp and being able to, you know, have that level of, of, of competition that you need um you know to 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 sustain yourself as a pro so that's kind of what their daily routine looks like you know not only in their off season but also during season you know not to that exact degree um Mm -hmm. obviously like i said before that you have games you have practice you have you know team mandated activities appearances but you know just having a consistent routine a consistent schedule is is something that we really look at in terms of helping our players transition into that first year as a pro um, as for our international guys, you know, they're experiencing a lot of culture shock. You know, they're, they're experiencing a lot of things that they're not accustomed to. Many of these guys, their first time, you know, living, you know, out of the country, out of the U.S. So, you know, we try to really assist those guys and just the the mental aspect of transitioning to, 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 to a different type of, you know, life, I guess, so to speak. So, you know, what we do with, with those players, if, if, you know, we try to. Stay in communication with them, you know, as as, on an as needed basis, you know, whether it's every week, whether it's every other week, you know, once a month, whatever the case may be, just making sure that we're checking in or they're checking in with us to make sure that they're, you know, kind of following that routine is following that function. A lot of guys, you know, as they transition, you know, they don't, you know, they don't have that you know, they don't understand what it is to be a pro until so you're actually in it. So, you know, we just try to make that transition as seamless as possible and provide, you know, some resources and, you know, some assistance, you know, on an as needed basis to, to, to really help our guys as they make that transition.
0: Definitely. And, you know, you seem to be very hands on with your clients. Uh, there's always an engagement. How do you balance that throughout uh, your whole clientele?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're, you're, you're kind of you know, on call 24/7. You're working. You know. You know. Pretty long hours. You know. And and you know, balance is key with everything. Key in life. So you know, I obviously take time to 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 really be. You know, with my family. But you know, my clients. I feel are my family as well. And I really want to be there for them. And obviously, I know. You know that 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 comes with. You know, some sacrifices at times. Um, You know, my my. My fiance, you know, is always saying you're always on your phone. But, you know, that's part of, you know, part of the part of the job. But I do try to disconnect and, and you know, make sure I balance and give my family the time and attention that they do deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you know, balance that, that that's that's kind of key to, you know, why we've expanded our, our, our staff and our agency, just because I want to make sure that. know we're giving each client the individual attention that they rightfully deserve Um, And so i always said as we continue to grow and expand our client base you know we're going to also have to continue to grow and expand our you know staff as well so that we can continue to perform and give that high level of service that that each client rightfully deserves so um, you know, with that said, you know, our agents are, you know, well equipped to, to handle some of that, some of that roster and some of the clients that we have, you know, as well as our administrative staff, you know, and as well as our marketing and PR staff, you know, so I'm not spread too thin and I'm not doing all of the work, you know, I, you know, still very hands on, but at the same time, you know, my staff is an extension of myself. My staff is also an extension of the agency. So, you know, we vetted our staff. And we know that they're going to provide, you know, just as high level of service as I am for each individual client. So that's kind of how we, you know, function. And that's how I'm able to balance, you know, um, having, having a, having, having a pretty good sized client base.
0: Okay. You know, and, and scaling uh, a an agency like green sports management, I can imagine uh, the challenges that you were forced to endeavor. Can you, uh, you know, expound on those for me? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's challenges and everything you see. I don't really see
1: challenges. I see, I don't really see problems. I always look at the solution to any challenge that there is. So I don't really get too bogged down. Something okay. Challenge. So um, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But that's just kind of how I function and how my mind my, my mind processes things. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously a challenge may be, okay, you know, there's a ton of clients that I could potentially take on, you know, how am I going to have the time and resources to, you know, devote time and attention to all of these clients? Well, with that said, okay, obviously I'm just one person, so I'm going to need, you know, a staff to, you know, assist me with the with the growth and development. So that's kind of, you know, the thinking behind and the rationale behind, okay, that's why we need a, a larger, you know, a. Uh, 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 Agent, agent staff to, to, to be able to take on the, the workload that, that is being presented to us. So um, I would say just scaling too quickly probably was, could be, be perceived as a challenge um, and that's actually you know, for me, I saw that as a good, a good problem to have, you know, things could be a lot worse, you know? So, you know, with that said, you know, I just look at it as more so, okay, here's the challenge, here's the problem, you know, what's the solution to it. And I think that dates back to just me, you know, being a, being a former athlete, you know, you know, there's a lot of challenges, you know, you know, going into each game, you know, you may not have as good of a team as the other team, or you may not have, you know, on paper may not look as good as the other team, but, or, you know, you know, there may be a situation where you don't know how you're going to beat a specific team, but as long as you have a strategy, a plan, and you stick to that game plan, you know, you're going to have a positive outcome. So, you know, that's kind of the way I I attack the business side of sport as well. Just having that former, you know, playing experience and and that inner competitor in me of being an athlete, you know, has really helped in terms of uh, being able to be faced with challenges and, and come out successful.
0: Definitely. And, you know, I believe that uh, having that solution-based mindset has, you know, brought you success and it will continue to bring you uh, success moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. That's definitely was a, a, a new uh, perspective that I was introduced to. What are some personal goals and objectives uh, that you've established to ensure that you never become content uh, with your immediate success?
1: Good question. Um you know, balance is key to everything. So I'm not sure if this is going to your question, but I always, you know, try to look at the bigger picture. So as long as I'm, you know, balanced, you know, personally, professionally, and financially, and then also on the other side, spiritually, uh, mentally, and physically, you know, I'm in a great mindset and I feel I can accomplish and attain, you know, any goals that I set out for, not only myself, but also for, you know, our business as well. kind of what drives me is you know obviously just just success and what does success look like success is you know um you can say is 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 is, is different for every individual different for every agency different for every agent so mm-hmm. for us you know I, i'm looking to grow my agency organically um keep the same principles and foundations of you know maintaining honesty and integrity and in everything that we do and whether that means you know hey this is what you know you're 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 And I'm I'm very spiritual as I said before you know God is never going to give you you know more than you can handle or Mm -hmm. less than you can handle so with that being said you know whatever I'm blessed with to have as my client base right now I'm extremely fortunate to be you know at that level you know we all and we always say we're not looking to you know represent every single player you know we're looking to kind of corner a specific niche a specific market um, of guys that share the same characteristics and values that we do so you know, we don't need to represent 100% of guys, but that core value and niche market of those of guys, you know, we want to definitely work with those type of players. So with that being said, you know, um, you know, kind of what drives us is just is just basic success. We always I always have a one-year plan, you know, a three-year plan and a five-year plan and what that looks like, um, you know, is, is, is something that, you know, I can eventually share with you, but, you know, always looking to, you know, take, you know, accomplish small goals before, you know, achieving, you know, the bigger goals that we set out for ourselves as an agency and also personally.
0: Definitely, man. Uh, You know, and what you spoke on, you spoke on some real things, man. How you say that, you know, every client may not be for you. You know, you have your specific niche. uh, You have the uh, the specific client that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that uh, allows you to keep your credibility intact. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely. Uh, the last question, well, the second to the last question uh, I got for you, Uh, what are your thoughts on the the NBAPA mental health and wellness program? I
1: think it's phenomenal. I think it's definitely, um, you know, there's been obviously a lot more focus and, um, you know, uh, yeah, a lot more focus put on that aspect of, you know, professional athletes, and I think it's much needed. I think the psychology of an athlete is something that has been, you know, underrated for, for, for a very long time. You know, me being a former athlete and transitioning into the business side of sport, you know, being an athlete, you're, and especially being a student athlete, being a you know, professional athlete, I can only imagine, and having close friends and, you know, you know, associates and, you know, now clients that are professional athletes, you know, that's really your identity, you know. And, and when it comes to having that identity and then that identity transitioning into, you know, you're not having that identity once you, you know, go into career transition and you're not a professional athlete anymore you know, and I'm just so speaking about, you know, guys that are, you know, former pros um, mm-hmm. and I, I can kind of back into um, guys that are current pros, but, you know, if you, if you're, you know, some a specific thing for 22 years of your life, and I'm just speaking to student athletes, you know, and then I'm speaking to kind of the pros that, you know, you've been something for, you know, 32, 33, 34, 35 years, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to kind of, you know, mentally you know come up with a transitionary type of you know identity that you know who you, you, the sense of you know who, who you are you mm-hmm. know and kind of what your your life's purpose is now that you know no one's you know you're not in front of you know twenty thousand screaming fans you're not you know ask for your autograph every single day anymore you're not that star anymore so that can be really damaging you know to a lot of individuals and a lot of folks you know um so the fact that the NBA is, you know, focusing it on that, I think, is is extremely, you know, paramount and important because, you know, I think guys really need, you know, someone to speak to or, you know, someone that specializes in that type of, you know, mental approach. Now, going into kind of just the, you know, the 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 sports psychology of a current athlete, you know, I feel those guys definitely need, you know, that type of, you know, that type of attention. Just due to the fact, again, you know, you don't live, you know, the normal, you know, life of, you know, you know, 99% of the people of people in the world, you know, you're held to a different, you know, criteria, you're held to a different standard. You know, you also have a lot of things that are in place, you know, there's, you know, a lot of these guys are going from, you know, coming from, you know, lower socioeconomic backgrounds and coming into millions of dollars. And you have to learn how to manage that as well as manage the people that's around you, as well as manage, you know, your new quote unquote, life that you're living, you know, outside of, you know, just your, your your neighborhood you used to grow in, grow up in. So there's a lot that goes into, you know, making that transition from being just a, just a, you know, uh, just being, you know, I'm just gonna use my name, for example, just being Danny Green from the neighborhood to being Danny Green, the superstar, you know? So having that psychology and having that, you know, help and mentorship and, you know, whatever it is that the NBA is trying to do to really place an awareness on the health aspect.
0: All right, I kind of lost you for a second. Yeah. All right, but um, you know, for me speaking, for me, uh, transitioning from you know college to, uh, you know where I'm at, it, it was tough. So I definitely think that the mental health and wellness program is, uh, definitely uh, tremendous. You know, for me, it was saying that you know at the end of your career marks your beginning and your purpose, and I think that that's what. Uh, you know professional athletes need to be introduced to so they can know that hey my my life isn't over because my career is over you know no. there's something beyond that I'm I'm more than an athlete so i definitely think uh that's what the program uh touches on and it's definitely uh beneficial absolutely um, so uh what other career fields do you feel like you can apply the skills uh, that you utilize uh, being a player agent
1: um. Yeah. Um, the skills. Uh, I haven't really thought about that. Um, yeah,
0: because I I know let me stop it. I know it's tough because <laughs> you don't have a plan B. Well, I don't I don't see you as you know somebody who's transitioning from the player agency. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, but it that was a question more so for me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I
1: think uh, what you've seen a lot in the industry is you know high high level. Agency transition into the, you know, front office role of being, you know, GM, you know, president of, you know, business, basketball operations with a lot of professional NBA teams, sports franchises. So I can see that being a great transitionary um, type field to get into. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's probably, you know, the, 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 the closest correlation to, you know, what a successful agent may transition into to doing. You see that with, you know, guys like Leon Rose going from, you know, being one of the top agents to working in, you know, the front office and, you know, being the president of basketball operations with the New York Knicks. Um, you see, um, I forget the gentleman's name, but he was with, uh, you know, Rock Nation. And he Now he's, you know, heading up the, the basketball operations department with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, you know, you see Rob Palenka, you know, with the Lakers being Kobe's former agent and having, you know, a great client base and, and, and being one of the prominent agents. and Now he's, you know, obviously heading up the, uh, you know, basketball operations with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, you know, I see that being kind of a, uh, that's kind of you know the 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 other fields that so to speak that that an agent can potentially go into you know post agent career.
0: Okay, and I'm I'm gonna just I'm just revert back uh, a little bit. Um, I, I know that there may be some agencies who who have you know this uh, you know prestige uh, clientele or this this uh, specific client. What should I say? You seem to have a, a diverse clientele and i believe there's a reason for uh this business strategy explain Mm -hmm. the problem uh with an agent putting all his or her eggs in one basket
1: um yeah so like like you you know prefaced the question you know every agent every agency is different and you know for me you know being not only an agent but also being a, a business owner you know the strategy for me is you know obviously you know, I can see the I can see the, the 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 downside to kind of putting all of your eggs in one basket, but there can also be, you know, a very lucrative upside to putting your all your eggs in one basket. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm not kind of in it just for, you know, to work with a few few clients. I kind mm-hmm. of want to help and assist, you know, within reason, you know, as many clients as I could potentially assist, you know, on, on all levels, you know, and I always tell our players, you know. We take a kind of holistic approach to the way we represent our players and the client base that we do have. Um, You know, a lot of agents may focus on or agencies may focus on just NBA and G League players. You know, others may focus just on, you know, international markets or, you know, even more specifically an international country. Um, For us, we don't work that way. Um, Like I said, we take a more holistic approach and, you know, you know, a testament to that is, you know, of the 41 players that we represented last year, we had players playing on six different continents and playing in over 18 different countries. So we've been, you know, and of those 41 players, 14 of them have either NBA or GBA experience on their resume. So, you know, with that said, you know, it's kind of, you know, a sense of, you know, as a business owner, you know, you don't want your entire, you know, business to collapse because you place it on the shoulders of, you know, one or two or three clients. You know, if you have a sustainable, you know, list of clients that you know can kind of provide that 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 core you know income for your for your business um i see that as 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 a way that you really develop and sustain yourself as an agency um long term so that that's kind of the thinking and rationale behind you know having you know such a diverse you know group and diverse client base you know um we always say you know and i kind of take it back to, you know, I spent some time, you know, working in, you know, business development and sales and marketing. It's kind of, you know, you're, as long as you hit, you know, a few singles and doubles, you know, you're bound to hit, you know, a few, you know, home runs. So we kind of take that same philosophy and that same mindset and incorporate it into our business. So, you know, that's kind of the thinking behind, you know, why, you know, we have the type of clientele and type of
0: client base that we do have. Okay. And you know, this, that's pretty much, that question pretty much wraps it up, but um, I definitely wanted to thank you again. As you can see the questions that I was asking you, uh, they had the motive of me just learning from you. And that was the whole motive of this interview. Um, obviously this interview will be a mutually beneficial uh, project because I'm, I'm gonna market it to as, as much people as I can as possible. Uh, but you know, it was definitely informative to me. i learned a lot of things and. I definitely appreciate you, man, for, you know, connecting with me, Uh, being a lucrative agent, uh, you know, as you are, um, it means a lot, definitely.
1: No problem, no problem. No, I appreciate you you having me. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, hop on this call. And, you know, I'm glad I could be a resource for you and and definitely, you know, look forward to continued conversations with you as well.
0: Uh, Definitely, man. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. No problem. Stay safe during this time and uh, we'll definitely be in touch.
0: Uh, Definitely. You too, man.
1: Yeah. Have a good
0: one. Yep. This concludes this episode with Daniel Green, a rather fundamental interview that delivered valuable information for aspiring professional players and agents who wish to represent those athletes.